Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we are really celebrating the Western tradition on this week's show. I'm really honored to have Scott Stewart with us, who's the president of the Roundup Riders of the Rockies, also known as 3R. And if you just missed the first segment, go back to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. He's given us an overview of this wonderful group, about 150 men that make up the Roundup Riders of the Rockies. They enjoy time together. They celebrate the Western tradition. They're men of character, of commitment, a handshake, means something, something that we're kind of losing, I think, in this Uh, this day of age and that's why i think uh, groups like this are so important to recognize and and to to expose the rest of us to uh, that there are uh, groups out there that are preserving the western tradition which i think is so important so scott stewart the president is on the line with us and we've been talking about the history but scott give us a a sense of maybe some of the stories that you may have heard over the years or uh, how well first of all let's start with you how many rides have you done as the president well, I just completed my seventeenth ride. Oh my goodness! And, yeah, and it's in it, in uh, it does. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's amazing how every year, you know, how a lot of us will plan our calendars around Christmas or around our summer vacation or whatever the case may be. <laughs> All of us, it's when is the big ride? We get that on the calendar first, and then everything else flows from that. You know, it's it's very much a, a strong tradition of coming together and, and and completing these rides. As I mentioned earlier in the in the other segment. You know, we have a, a member that has just completed his 56th ride. And again, truly one of the best horsemen I have ever known. Uh, also very active in, in uh, fox hunting and that type of riding as well. So uh, very diverse. Uh, but again, it's, it's um, you know, this, this, this tradition of coming together and being together is, is so very important to uh, not only when we, when we are on a ride or sport, but one of the things we tell our colts, that's our first-year guys, they're colts the first years. And one of the things that we'll always share with them is, you know, you will meet your very very best friends in the world in this organization. And I will guarantee you, I'm a living testament to that, uh, our, our circle of friends has just expanded exponentially and wonderful people and, and people we truly do count as, as our very best friends. So let's talk about these Colts. These are new members. They're recommended kind of by word of mouth. You take them on some rides to test them out, see how good they are as as horsemen. But then you end up at Colt Mountain. And I'm reading this from an article that was in the Castle Pines Connection that gets into the ceremony that you all have there. We call it Catching the Spirit of the Ride. Share a little bit about that kind of moment. Well, you know, the spirit of the ride is a very special thing. And and I remember when I was coming in as a colt, and you hear this, and you hear you're going to meet your best friends in the world. You're hearing a lot, you know, and it's a lot to try to take in. Um, but truly, and in, in it happens to some guys, their very first ride, maybe their very first day of the big ride. Uh, in others, it might take a year or two, but all of a sudden it just feels like, you know, you, you are descended upon by a spirit that just engages you so completely with the outdoors and with your horse and with these other men and, and just all that that it has to offer. It's a very special thing. Colt Mountain is something that uh, uh, is a special opportunity for us as the members of the organization to welcome our new members. You know, it's usually half or three-quarters of the way through the week uh, to where we find a beautiful uh, mountainside or hilltop somewhere along our ride 
that they can claim as their own. That's their Colt Mountain fraternity. And we have a very special uh, kind of a charge that we give them about, you know, how special it is to, number one, be part of a great organization, but then our responsibilities as members of the organization to uh, do several things, one of which is to help maintain and, and, and promote, you know, all that Colorado has to offer in the high country. Uh, and to that point, and I can come back to it later if you'd like, but we established a number of years ago uh, the Roundup Prize of the Rockies Heritage and Trails Foundation, which is a 501c3 foundation, which uh, many of the Roundup riders contribute to, and others as well. But that money then goes to trail work all over the state, many trails that we may never ride, but just to help out and, and make sure that, that people in Colorado and from outside of Colorado can come and enjoy you know, the, the, this whole environment. But anyway, at Colt Mountain, at the end of Colt Mountain, uh, if you have not caught the spirit of the ride, the chances are it's really close because that's when all the men that have known each other for decades in some cases, you know, come together and really share that, that comradeship of, of just how important that other uh, person is to you. Ken Carpenter, who's cited in this article, he's been a th at this point, I think this was written a few years ago, he was a 3R member for 27 years. He has a great quote here. He says, your horse gets you there, but the men keep you coming back. Oh, what a great, great uh, thing to say. And Ken Carpenter was actually my sponsor. Oh, really? One of my sponsors. And, and he is um, truly, I mean, talk about just embodying the ride. It, truly, truly is a, a man of character. Um, and here's a guy, you know, he was a former IBM executive, you know, in his, his previous life. Always a, always a horseman, grew up in southwest Colorado and so forth. But, you know, that just, once you kind of get through your career and you're looking for other ways to contribute and, and be involved, uh, he became, in a, in a, become, became the president of the Rounded Pride and has also created some other rides around as well. But I mentioned the sponsors, and that is very important because, the sponsor's name is on the line. If I if I have someone that I want to sponsor as a colt, you know, I better darn sure know that I've done my due diligence and making sure that he is that, you know, he has those qualities of of horsemanship and and comradeship and and just character that that we've been talking about. So, you know, it's it's a process that's certainly open to anyone that has an interest in the ride. And it's you know, I appreciate the chance to come on today. Maybe there's some folks that uh, would be interested in in, in talking further. And, and the uh, roundupriders.com uh, website is where they can go to get more information, how to contact us and so forth. But, again, it kind of comes back to that really knowing somebody before you include them in such a good organization. Talking with Scott Stewart, the president of Roundup Riders of the Rockies, an organization dedicated to the perpetuation of the Western tradition. It's about 150 men. They organize rides throughout Colorado celebrating what makes the West great? And that's what I want to talk to you about now, Scott. Uh, you know, for me, the Rocky Mountains is something that's very important. As I mentioned, I was a guy that was a river guy. I spent a lot of time outside. When my uh, sons turned 12, we take a, a, a kind of a solo backpacking trip, just the two of us together, uh, talk about what it means to be a man. We spend time outside. And it really, there's something very special about getting out into the, the Western Rocky Mountains. What, what's it? What is the Western United States to you? What is the Western Rocky Mountains? Why is this so important to kind of perpetuate the Western tradition? Well, first of all, it's home, just like it is with you. It's that's home. That's that's where you know. I've in my career, I've been able to travel a lot of places around the country and around the world, and there's nothing quite like coming back and 
stepping off an airplane into the you know the cool Colorado mountain air and and just know hey I'm home. So and home is it you know we've got a big backyard out our, our back door here and and we're very very fortunate to have that. And uh, you know one of the things that is is so very important is you know the relationship that we have with those that manage the land. And what I mean by that is not only the people that the private landowners and a lot of the times. We're fortunate enough to be riding on private land or camping on private land. But but most often, we are working with public land officials, either the, the U.S. Forest Service or the BLM, um, the Colorado State Land Board. And, you know, it, it's important to have those relationships because, you know, they need to understand how much we care about the land that they're trying to manage. And then we need to also, you know, understand the challenges that they have in managing that land and trying to make sure that it's, it's available to, to all types of uses. I'd have to say that, you know, in the in past several years, we've seen a little bit of shift in that because, you know, obviously there are a lot of day trippers and a lot of people with, with bicycles and all the rest that want to get out and enjoy it too, and it's a fine line for them to walk to make sure that they can allow that, but then also, uh, you know, not over uh, overuse some areas and, and, and maybe cause damage and so forth. So, you know, and the other thing, uh, coming from a ranching background like I, like I did, obviously there's a you know, a, a huge economic impact on the state, but also a huge environmental aspect of grazing on, on BLM and, and forest land. Because as we know, unfortunately, land that is not grazed on or maintained, it burns pretty darn easily. You know, there's a lot of fuel there and so forth where those animals, that multi-use concept, it really comes into play. And I hope, you know, that our officials, our, our, our land managers, you know, within the Forest Service and BLM, continue to realize that because sometimes that focus shifts a little bit more about gosh it's just easier not have to deal with permittees and and fences and all the rest and and so that's something that i think is certainly going to be a challenge uh, even even more so into the future talking with scott stewart the president of roundup riders of the rockies an organization dedicated to the perpetuation of the western tradition and we've talked about the history of the Roundup Riders of the Rockies, also known as 3R. We've talked about kind of the cults and the new guys that are coming up to it, the notion of the Western tradition, Western spirit, Western land management, which is really critical. Uh, the Western United States, if you look broadly at the United States, the Western United States is very different in its land management than the Midwest, South, uh, Upper, Northeast. It's just got totally different issues. In fact, about 50% of the land in the Western United States is owned by the government. And uh, as Scott was saying, that brings up a whole lot of issues on uh, day management up to grazing rights and maintaining the environment, wildfires. We've talked a lot about wildfires on this show and the amount of CO2 that goes into the air out of uh, those wildfires. So very unique. When we come back here, I'm going to ask Scott a little bit about the foundation that the Roundup Riders of the Rockies supports, kind of the supporting trails all throughout Colorado and the impact they're having there. And then we're going to get into some rural issues. Uh, Scott's got a wonderful background. Uh, he served in a, a number of capacities with regards to agriculture, uh, managing director of the National Livestock Producers Association, the CEO, former CEO of the Cattlemen's Beef Promotion and Research, Research Board. If you know anything about Colorado, the kind of urban-rural divide and all those issues happening there, those are big issues, and Scott is an expert in those, and we're grateful to have him on the show. So uh, when we come back from these commercials, we'll be diving into those issues. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back after these messages. 